0: Hello, North-South Connection. Welcome to another edition of Chronoso. It's so weird doing these. Um, it's the only thing I ever do podcast-wise where I'm solo. I'm still kind of getting used to it, but it feels very... um, I feel very morning DJ-ish when I'm doing this. Like, I feel like I should come and say, Alright, welcome Chronoso. Um, we got a... Uh, jake roberts uh ricky the Dragon's steamboat match to talk about here from saturday night's main event from uh may of 1986 we'll see if you like it um but yeah that's what i'll be covering here so i get to it in a minute it's not really much of a match per se but it is fantastic so before the match um we get ricky the Dragon's steamboat saying it's uh snake versus dragon here which seems obvious but cool um this is a real good ricky promo um i feel like he's starting to, to find his groove if you If you see him um, in some of the older uh, NWA stuff, I always find he's a little shaky on promos here. And part of this could be... That this is probably pre tape and the production value is here. So if he kind of stumbles, they would have probably just made him do it again. But he's real good in this. Like, I do think that he does have a tendency to stumble in his promo sometimes, but he's real good here. Lots of fire. He says um, they, they show the footage from WrestleMania 2 of uh, George Wells getting uh, strangled by the snake, which is pretty gruesome by 80s wrestling standards, at least in uh, WWF. But Um, So that's cool, but he says that tonight Jake will be the one humiliated by the snake. Or not by the snake, but will be humiliated anyway. Um, So we then cut to Jake, who cuts his own pre-match promo, which this is just typical, great, kind of, um, you know, low-talking Jake with the snake, kind of following the snake. Saying that uh, snakes have been around since the beginning of time, and he's learned a few tricks for them. Awesome stuff, and then he kind of, as he's known to do, he kind of picks it up like... uh, he has that, like, uh, this is a weird reference, but his promos kind of have that whole, um, like, how grunge music was always famous so for, like, Nirvana in particular was always known for the, um, you know, quiet quiet verses and the loud chorus. And that's kind of what he has here, as he's kind of quiet when he's talking about the snake. But at the end, he ends it with that he's going to squeeze all the juice of that Hawaiian, which will be, um, we'll see some more references to that by Bobby in just a second. So, uh, we head out. Quick entrances here. Um, not a lot of fanfare. Here as, of course, Saturday night's main event. Typically, is a very tight show, so he'll spend a lot of time on the interest. But before we can even, um, before Steamboat could even get his um, his robes off, Jake, and it's so great. It's little things like this that Jake Roberts is so good at. But rather than just run straight at him and attack him before the bell, and it, it seems like a small detail, but it stood out to me. He, like, um, ricochets off the ropes for, first to get a little bit of momentum. Just a little touch like that just seems so something about it made him seem so much more dastardly that he would, like, get the momentum before he knocks Steamboat out of the ring. But he hits him off the apron. And in one of the um, – a real famous Saturday Night's Main Event moment, and just a, a famous wrestling moment, moment in general, um, he gets him out on the floor on the concrete and DDTs him on the concrete. So the story – and so at first you might be thinking, well – steamboat selling this like death great selling but he is selling it because he legitimately was like knocked out by this um it was the story goes that jake was sort of uh hesitant about doing this because he feared this exact thing would happen um, but Vince and even Steamboat and everybody said, No, no, we need to do it, it'll make the angle. And to their credit, I mean, I feel bad for Steamboat because he got a concussion, but they were not wrong because it really does make the make the angle. And and Jake had just debuted. Steamboat had been around for a little while in WWF at this point, but Jake had just debuted this year, and you know, he had kind of you know, he had the match at WrestleMania 2. They were starting to establish him, but I feel like this really establishes jake roberts heel as like this killer character with the snake and now he ddt steamboat and like you know knocks him out in the concrete he rolls him back in the ring he's not even really worried about pinning him he just wants to put the snake on him he does put the snake on him um it's just a wild scene vince is on commentary disgusted at the whole thing um he gets the snake around his neck. He starts trying to put it in his mouth. It's just like... Especially for 1986 It's like kind of... <laughs> like gross stuff, you could say. Um, but it's just all our good. And the officials come out. Um, you know, they get the snake off. But the snake's still kind of slither around the ring. They kind of get... They get Jake out of there. And, um, you know... It, and we end with just them stretching him out on the, on the old school wooden stretcher. His wife comes out. And we kind of end it. So the whole... The things i love about this is that it's so straight like this whole segment and it kind of speaks to why i love saturday night's main event so much is that it's this extremely effective segment legendary memorable perfectly executed and i mean it takes all of about four minutes like this podcast or pod blast is going to be much longer than what this whole angle did they get in there they execute it they don't dwell on it too long they don't do spend you know 20 minutes on Steamboat getting stretched out and go to six commercial breaks they just get in tell the story that they're trying to do get jake over as a killer get insane sympathy on on steamer and just get this feud completely in motion and which will end up being um a great feud so, and, and it's just something about it too, like, and I think it's why Jake caught on. I'm kind of all over the place here, but I'm just trying to get this all out. Um, It's the, the snake is so, uh, it works so well in this time because I think, you know, WWF has this reputation, especially in the 80s, of being this sort of, you know, cartoonish and over-the-top, car, uh, you know, characters and stuff. But there's something about the snake that is like, nobody even if somebody's gonna sit there and tell you like oh wrestling's fucking fake or whatever like um that's a real snake there's a real snake around Ricky Steamboat's neck in this like it's not an animatronic Steven Spielberg uh snake here this is like a real ass snake around his neck and like you you can't fake that and there's something about it that it 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 and it'll happen later with the, the Macho Man thing with the snake that's even, you know, on another level. But there's something about it that just feels so real in, in this setting. And it's it's all well done. You got Bobby in here, too. Like, the whole time when his wife comes out, he's like, ah, forget that uh, that pineapple picker. And I think when he DDTs him, he says something about, like, um, yeah, he just crushed a pineapple on the cement. Uh, like, there's going to be juice everywhere or something. So, kind of going back to Jake's promo. But... Um, just a fantastic angle to set this, set this feud the motion. And I feel like to really establish Jake, um, like heel Jake here in this run, as he had just recently debuted, they were going on to, um, they would go on to have a feud throughout the rest of 86, which you'll hear, um, uh, much more about here on Cronoso when we get to those matches, but just an all time face heel dynamic these two like heel jake is like the ultimate kind of sinister heel and steamboat is just such the the ultimate baby face and they both play their role so perfectly that it just makes for it's just magic and um yeah just an awesome angle i didn't really give a star rating because that not really a match more of an angle even though technically it's sort of booked as a match but yeah it's just and like i mentioned earlier it's just a microcosm of why i love saturday night's main event so much Um, And I'm not even somebody like I was born in 1990. So I missed the heyday of Saturday night's main event by a long stretch. And I, you know, I didn't watch these until much later, you know, pretty much when I was like an adult. But I still love it. And it's like I said earlier, it's the tightness of everything. It's like everything has a purpose on these shows and they're so well executed and produced to put off. It's like to have this be this incredible angle that everybody still remembers to this day. And it only takes them four minutes. So to be that effective in four minutes. And this is later in the show. Like this is not even meant to be like, you know, top billing on this Saturday Night's Main event. This is in the second half when they're expecting the crowd. I mean, the audience to be like going to bed. So it's – and just to come in and just nail this angle in the second half of this show, get in, get out in like four to five minutes, it's just – it's fantastic. It's just – man, Saturday Night's Main Event is just – to me, it is up there with like peak – what I would consider like peak wrestling TV. It's just – it's fantastic. But anyway, great angle. Um, go check it out if you haven't seen it in a while. It's, like I said, only a couple minutes. I've said it several times throughout this. But um, – So I'll wrap it up here. If you would like to hear me uh, on the North-South Connection, you can um, find me always on the Ruthless the Aggressive podcast that drops every two weeks covering the Ruthless Aggression era of WWE. I am in 2003. By the time you hear this, um, very soon, if not already, I will have dropped a pod on... Royal Rumble 2003, which is obviously a big show, and I'm excited to get through that. And to get on this road to WrestleMania 19 uh, that I've been building towards for, for quite a while. And to get through this first calendar year of the, uh, the timeline that I'm covering, which is really exciting because I started after Mania 18, and so... Um, as many of us on here do these pods where we cover the minutia going week to week, we can tell you it takes quite a while to get through these timelines. So when you get to these landmarks, you feel like you've really accomplished something. So for anybody who's been listening, thanks for listening on there. If you haven't, please check it out. Um, but yeah, check out all the other great podcasts we have here on the North-South Connection uh, Podcast uh, Network. As for me, I'm sure I'll see you in a couple weeks. We'll, whatever, i will have to check and see what uh, my assignment will be next time here on Cronoso. But Have a great day. See you later.